Hi, and welcome to episode 12 of The Upload. My name is Jeff Johnson here with my extreme colleague, Eugenia. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Eugenia. This, uh, Very in this, extreme. In this episode, we're going to talk about EdgeDX and like, why EdgeDX now, right? So first of all, Eugenia, what is EdgeDX? EdgeDX. All right. EdgeDX is a platform within control. It's one of the one of the tools in our new Ultimate Suite. Uh, it allows you to monitor Windows, Mac, Linux, IGEL-based physical endpoints in real time. Uh, it's it's cloud-based. It's uh, it's this whole uh, you know kind of single pane of glass view of all of your physical endpoints and all this information about uh, you know wherever they are, whether they're you know a corporate. It's generally like a corporate-owned asset, so getting that visibility into the digital you know endpoint experience, the digital end-user experience yeah. for those uh, physical endpoints so it's just kind of like real-time dx but for physical devices yeah that's a way better way of saying it than that <laughs> rambling mess i just said yeah exactly guys listen to jeff he knows what he's talking about <laughs> so the way i see it is uh, you know working remote or working anywhere working from starbucks working from the donut shop whatever it's it's now a business imperative we have to support that. Businesses have to support that. So there's millions of people working remotely and those people wouldn't want it any other way. You know, like you look at IDC and Forrester and just, you know, all of the analysts out there, they're all saying that, you know, it's, um, it's not, it's not going to go back to the way it was pre COVID a hundred percent. We're going to ever, we're going to adopt a work from anywhere um, strategy going forward would you agree with that eugenia yeah no absolutely there's there's no going back and i think you know i think it's really interesting is we've had the the capability to do this for like 20 years but we could we didn't have we didn't know how to actually make it work at a social level and i think covid's really kind of forced our hand at that right yeah, no, absolutely. There are so many reasons why, oh, let's, let's not, let's not do that. There's, you know, there's so many things in the way, so many obstacles and COVID just bulldozed that all right down. No more excuses. <laughs> no tough. We're doing it. <laughs> it's, it's still funny when I, you know, I live here in Seattle area and looking at Bellevue in Seattle and they're still building these high rises office buildings. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, the only reason why they're still building those is because they made a commitment to build those like three years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> If they would have known, I think they would have pulled the plug on that one. So it's it's kind of funny. So when we think about these remote devices, these are devices that are out there. Either they're you know Linux, like like what you said, Linux, um, uh, Windows, Mac, and iGel, and we have security compli- and compliance applications uh, that manage those those devices. But that is irrelevant to the digital experience on those devices, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the end user is not experiencing those, those tools necessarily. Exactly. Like, like what I said last episode is like, you could have a brand new computer, fully patched, uh, fully secure, all the corporate compliance security stuff on there. And you're having a crappy experience on it because you're at home and you have, you know, 20 people living with you and they're all playing Minecraft. <laughs> They're clogging up, you know, and, and the business and, and you call into IT and IT is like, you know, I don't know, like uh, you have plenty of RAM. I don't see any errors in your event log. You have plenty of CPU. Uh, you're fully patched. Um, 
what's it like when you come to the office and you're like, yeah, it's, it's badass. It works really well. Like, well, <laughs> have you tried turning on and off again? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I know at home because, uh, because I can, I put quality of service <laughs> on yeah. my network. I quasi my own. I have a hundred percent and everyone else has leftover. So, so the security compliance is irrelevant to the digital experience. So, so tell me then, Eugenia, how do, how does edge DX, you know, it's, it's, if it's not security compliance, what is edge DX? Like, how is it going to help that? Well, I mean, it helps because it what it's doing is it's looking at all the data that that does impact the user experience. So we can see, you know, when things are slow, we can see what the if the battery health is absolute crap. So not like the what charges remaining, but what is the battery health? I had so one oh, of my really? colleagues. Like, we use Control Up. We use our tools here, and I have a CSM. One of my colleagues. Her laptop, her corporate laptop, had like thirty percent battery health. We're like, hey, she needs a new laptop. She unplugs it like from the charger and it dies within minutes. That sucks. That's horrible. That experience, absolutely atrocious. She now has a new laptop because she really needed one. And we had the data to prove that. So, so does that work conversely also? Let's say my, my, my uh, life cycle of my devices, or let's say it's three years old, just making numbers up. And let's say that, you know, I've always worked from home. It's always been plugged in. Maybe my battery is a hundred percent good. Let's say, um, could this tell me if I, actually need a new device like what if i don't need a new device <laughs> like what if my experience is good like could i could it tell me that oh jeff doesn't need a, a, a new device because his, his desktop his laptop's working great i mean yeah i mean let's say that you just maybe you're a user and there's like a new laptop that just came out and you're like hey i i really i really want that one maybe i'll just tell them i'll just tell them that actually my laptop it's horrible it's so bad it's slow the, the, I, like when i unplug it it dies after like a minute it's just horrible Guys, i'm gonna I'm quit i'm gonna quit yeah i'm gonna quit if you don't give me the new one because i the can't live like this i want the well, new actually, mac actually dude yeah i yeah. want the new mac well we have the data and 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 anyone who has edgex has the data to, to see okay actually we're looking at what you should be experiencing as long as you're like on this plane of existence with us and what we see shows that everything's fine so you know we got the data that, you so, know yeah. and so that goes a little bit what we talked about last episode uh it's a uh, objective rather than subjective mm-hmm. right yes. so that's that's super interesting so the way the way i see edge dx is you know we can understand everyone's experience as it's happening we can improve it, their digital experience and then we can kind of deploy at scale in minutes let's dive down a little bit on uh, understanding everyone's experience as it happens so can you tell us a little bit more about that yeah absolutely so i mean one of the the key aspects of edgex is that it's real time data collection so we're we're getting that data from the agent it's i believe it's every 60 seconds it could be every 30 seconds it's every 30 or 60 seconds we're sure. getting that real time data updated real time real time you're you're constantly seeing okay how is it now and so as it happens not after the fact it's not oh i had a horrible experience a little while ago now i'm going to submit a ticket no the second that, that your experience dips we see the data. The data comes in. You can set up alerts on that, and, and we've then you've got that information right in front of you. How does that not affect performance of my device or my network? How does EdgeX having that agent there not impact this? Yeah. Oh, it's an incredibly lightweight agent. There's, That's amazing. There's, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> 
I mean, think about that. If I'm getting all this user, well, I guess that's the difference between like doing a inventory off my whole machine and sending the whole inventory every few seconds would be, you know, gigs of data rather Mm -hmm. than just here's the experiential metrics I'm sending in real time over. I guess that would be a different, uh, a different subset of data. Interesting. So then tell me about the reporting. So if we're, if we're going to collect the stuff, collect, 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 right. Uh, you know, I can be, um, you know, analysis paralysis, (laughs) right. So how do I then see, uh, what's going on and being able to interpret that, uh, for that user experience? What do you, what do you got for me? Well, so, I mean, we've got a whole bunch of different reports right out of the box. Uh, there's a whole bunch up there. It's all color coded. It's really great to really yeah. showcase, you know, how, what the user experience looks like. Um, one of the other things that is kind of really cool is actually, so from Solve, we now have, uh, you know, like an edge GX drill down. So if you've got someone who is using their a corporate asset to connect to a virtual resource, uh, I believe this might be a solved beta feature. If no, actually, no, this is this is a real, this is actually available now. It's hard to uh, keep track of that, isn't it? I know there's so much <laughs> happening. There's just every it's like every three seconds, like, hey, here's something new and awesome. And it's just it's hard to remember what's what's real and what's beta, and you know. But yeah, so you can actually drill down uh, so you can see, you know, if the client device score, you know, if the client device mm. score is red, if it's bad, you can drill down and it'll bring you over to EdgeDX. And over there, you can see, oh my gosh, yeah, that makes sense. I understand now at a glance. So you can see it from the, the high level, you know, real-time console view. You can see all the different devices, see the colors go, oh, that's bad. Drill down, understand why. Whoa, right that's, there. <laughs> that's pretty, pretty awesome. Cool. That is pretty yeah. awesome. So then... I know we also have detailed device reporting, and, and there's a little bit of a uh, an intersect between doing an inventory on my like my Intune application. Um, but I guess we still kind of want to collect that device reporting, so I don't have to go. Let, let's say that you find uh, a problem with user experience, but if I double click down, it could be a um, a device a device misconfiguration, or there's actually a problem with the device. So I guess having that detailed device information also within EdgeDX, I don't have to then flip over to a different console, flip over to a different application like, like Intune, and then look and see what version number their BIOS is or what version number their you know, uh, patch level is, right? I can kind of right. stay, I can stay within my own, uh, stay within this one console and then look at that detailed information, then make the judgment call and start to then fix it, right? Yeah. Plus, I mean, speaking of reporting and, and like the device reporting, for example, I mean, you can create very easily create custom reports in NGX as well. So, I mean, let's say out of the box, we don't have the specific subset of device details that you're looking for for this report, whatever the use case is. Uh-huh. It's you don't have to have crazy like SQL knowledge or like, no, mm. you just like, do you know how to check and uncheck boxes? Yes. OK, <laughs> you can create these reports. Done. Solved. You have the necessary skills. Uh, it's crazy easy. Uh, and, and the entire kind of back end database is available to you. Any metrics that we're capturing in HDX, you're mm. able to pull into whatever custom report you want, whatever time frame you want. It's all there at your fingertips. That's huge. Okay. So now that I captured this, now that I've viewed the information, whether it's a user experience report or a detailed device report, right? Now I got, got all this information. How do I fix a problem with HDX? Well, I mean, 
you could run a script there. I mean, there's a, there are so many different ways that you can solve problems with HDX, but one of the, the most versatile ways is you can, you can run a script. What script? I don't know. What script do you want? There's, you know, whatever, not whatever language, but a multitude of, of, you know, scripting languages you can use, you know, PowerShell and so on. And then you can, you can have it collected. You can have it solve the problem, whatever it is, you can run that on that device or on a plethora of devices. So, so this user's running into a problem. They haven't even called help desk yet. And, and <laughs> this, this person sees like, because it went from green to yellow to red, that something's going on. They could then, or what is what you're saying they could then like click that device click that user and just say hey i see this is the problem and i know this will fix it and they just say run this action run this script and it reaches out and touches that device no no matter where it is in the world and fixes or optimizes that experience is that what you're saying you betcha yeah i mean so there's a button it says actions and then you just click on the one that you want boom boom Okay, so that's me looking at something went from green to yellow to red. But what about when I'm not looking at it? What do you got for me? Well, then in that case, there's alerting. You can set up alerts so that when that bad thing happens or when and you start to, you know, there's some of those indicators that, that bad thing is about to happen. Yeah. Then you can have it start, you know, yelling at you, raising the flag that, okay, that bad thing is happening. Uh, and how, what do you, how do you want to be notified? So there's webhooks. Uh, you can have it do an action in response to that thing. So you don't even have to, you know, get out of your chair and put down your beer. You can just, just keep doing you. And then oh, this so, so some, something went wrong. It picks it up and says, I know how to fix that. And then it just fixes it. And I'm the user never even like they saw a hiccup and then it was better. The IT person Never even like they could go back and read a log, but it just was fixed. So we're all they're all yeah. good, right? Totally doable. That's so yeah. badass. You know, and this, this 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 other piece that I'm so intrigued about, it's the uh remote shell. Yes. Right? Yes. So talk yeah. talk to me about that a little bit. Well, so there are a whole bunch of different assist options as well. So sometimes there's a, a very specific script that you know that you can run and that's going to solve the problem. But sometimes maybe you got to get a little bit more hands-on. So maybe you want to send a message. You can do that. Yeah. Maybe you want to use the remote shell. Yeah, you can do that too. Uh, or maybe you want to do remote control or remote shadow. All of these options are totally possible. Again, this isn't a physical endpoint. So you can go ahead and, and, and remote control or remote shadow or remote shell into a physical endpoint located yeah. wherever. Tanzania, who cares? Wherever. So that's like virtually standing or sitting side by side with that employee, feeling what they're feeling, right? <laughs> feeling what they're feeling. Yes. Well, it's a digital experience. It's right? the next level. Dig- yeah. digital, digitally yeah. feeling what they're feeling. <laughs> well, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the remote show. That's awesome. Okay. Okay. So, so you got me, you got me intrigued. You got me so intrigued right now, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So talk to me about, you know, the month long, you know, installation of a SQL server and then like, you know, making that (laughs) redundant and, you know, how long does this take to set up? So when you say month, do you mean that like how time is but a construct? And when you say month, you really mean like minutes? Like that's what you mean? I mean, like I'm used to setting up, you know, (laughs) system center configuration manager and it takes me a month just to get all the prerequisites right. Oof. Yeah. Nope. No way. So 
NGX is it's a fully managed cloud infrastructure on our side. Like all we have to do is spin up a tenant for you. Yeah. All you have to do is roll out the agents and the agents, again, super lightweight. Uh, there's once you're logged into your tenant, you'll just see there's like a, a downloads button. When you click on that, it's got all the different options. You know, the Windows agent manager, Mac OS agent, Linux agent, different types of Linux agents, the iGel OS agent. You just click uh. the one that you want. It downloads. It's, so, I mean, you can run a script to do it as well. There's so many options. It's what, super easy. What if I'm in Germany? Can this work in Germany? Yes. So so there's a tenant that can be spun up in Germany. There's a tenant that can be, spun, can up be the, spun up anywhere. Well, that's maybe awesome. not Mars, not yet, but soon. <laughs> Elon Musk is working on it soon. SGX on Mars. You wait. It's coming. SGX on Tesla. Let's work on that one. Oh, hey there. Yeah. I Actually, like that's that. a cool thought. That is a cool thought. Maybe we shouldn't put in the podcast. All right. I think that's, we're out of time. <laughs> we're out of time. Hey, thank you, Genia, for uh, for episode 12, Why Edge DX Now. Uh, my name's Jeff. Uh, and uh, say, say goodbye, Eugenia. Goodbye, Eugenia. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time on The Upload with Control Up. See you, guys.